good morning and uh, maybe afternoon or evening where you are and when you are but I wanted to talk to you about something today that is it weighs heavy on me because of the naysayers but it also um weighs heavy on me in the sense of really feeling bad for the fact that they don't understand how freeing this can be. Um, one of the things that, you know, I'm, I'm big on is being honest. Like, honesty is such a huge thing for me. And I realized um, this last year that that's what I want a lot from other people, but is that always what I'm giving to myself? And, you know, throughout this journey, I've been really looking in a lot. Um, my church's phrase is, is so beautiful. It's reach up, reach in, reach out. And so it's, it's a lot about looking within yourself. What are you doing? What, what can you improve? What are, what are you doing to help you? If you're expecting this from everyone else, what are you doing? And so one of my, my big things is I'm super honest about my feelings. Um, a lot of, a lot of people have, have told me, you know, that I have a victim mentality or that I, um, read too far into it or I'm too emotional around it. And in the past, I would say that was very, very true. Very true because I wasn't handling the emotion. I wasn't facing what was truly going on underneath. And that's where it it came to light that I needed to be honest with myself about what I was feeling and what I needed. So I always thought that if I was just really low maintenance in like a relationship or a friendship, then people would stick around longer. And that came from, um, it, it's, it's a trauma response really, because people have always left or threatened to leave or, you know, I've had on and off relationships with my parents my entire life. Um, where I've gone, I've gone years without speaking to one of them and it's just normal, but it also, um, as a human being has planted a very, deep-rooted, ugly seed for me. And so when I became honest with myself, now I'm able to look at a situation, name the feeling, be honest with myself about what I'm truly feeling about that, then I can claim it. So name it so you can claim it. Once you claim it, once you identify that, you can actually work through it. And that's why it's important to, to name it to be honest and say, you know what? No, I'm, I'm feeling pretty bothered by this situation. I'm feeling like this just is not right. No matter which way I look at this, this is not right. This does not feel right. This does not sit right with me. And then I'm able to work through that feeling. So what am I feeling about that? Well, this is... This is triggering me. This is making me think of my past. This is making me... And sometimes our triggers are in our body and not in our mind. Um, We'll talk about that in another episode because that one is so... 
recognizing my triggers and being really honest with myself about how stupid some of my triggers are, but how big they actually are because they can control you if you don't have um, a hold on the honesty within yourself and saying, oh, that's a trigger. I need to work on that. Oh, that's a trigger. I need to face that. And that's the biggest thing. If you can't identify your feelings, you're not going to be able to face them and heal from them. So I would rather name it, claim it, work through it. So I don't have this lingering for years, decades into every relationship, into everything that I do, that I'm carrying around this weight of this dishonest feeling. And I say dishonest because we're not being honest with ourselves about what we're truly feeling. And so what I'd like to just get through (laughs) and help anyone that I can, anyone that I possibly can, just to understand how important being honest with yourself is. I go back to um, the low maintenance side of myself, and that's where I was being really dishonest with myself. Um, Because I just, I saw these, these women just being really, really high maintenance in relationships, and a lot of it to a really disgusting point to like the man's doing everything. And I believe in partnership and um, just the woman trying to control and mother them. And as much as you try and or I tried to, to sway from that behavior, I was actually leaning into it. And that was because I wasn't being honest around my feelings around it. Um, I, absolutely dislike when a woman has to mother or does mother their significant other. It's gross. But I found myself enabling to the point of mothering. And that's where things became devastating for me because I'm like, why is this happening? Why is this thing that I dislike so much always the end result in relationships for me? And ultimately it was because I was enabling. Why was I enabling? Because I just wanted to make it so much easier on them so they'd stay. I just wanted to be really low maintenance and not fulfill all of my needs or get my needs met because I wanted them to stay. Once I got honest with myself, now I can say, you know what, I'm not going to. You're either going to stay or you're not. And you're either going to be around or you're not. It, It doesn't matter. You can't make someone love you by giving more of what they're already not appreciating, of what they're already not loving you for. You can't make someone. It's like, it's like you can't get into heaven by good works. You can't get into heaven by what you do. It has to be by what you believe and who you who you believe is in charge and who you believe is in control and who you have your faith in, who you declare. If someone wants you, they want you. They're not going to change their mind if you need your your expectations and your needs need to be met. They're not going to change it. It's not going to change anything. So getting really brutally honest with myself about that, I've been able to work on that. So 
and I say if everyone else is like when I'm like if I decide to date again um I'm gonna be ready and I'm gonna be a lot more particular and a lot more cautious and a lot more aware I'll be able to practice discernment and saying you know what it's not just any relationship it's got to meet these standards and it's got to meet these standards for a long time before it becomes a relationship um so I'm just I tell you all of this to tell you to be honest with yourself be honest sit with it if something is bothering you sit with it journal about it and say you know literally in a journal I can take pen to paper is so therapeutic for me. I can go in and I can just say, why is this bothering me? And then I'll start naming things that I think that it might be that come up to the top of my head. Well, and then I'll say like, for instance, you know, if I'll just throw a random idea out there. Um, why does it bother me that people use this word? That's a really stupid one. So maybe I shouldn't use that, but then I can go back and say, well, someone used to use that word towards me in a derogatory way. Oh, well, that kind of makes sense. Um, it makes my skin crawl now. Well, that's a physical response to a trauma trigger. So I guess it really wasn't a very bad analogy because it can be something that simple that you need to just be honest with yourself about. And if there is someone who just makes you uncomfortable, don't force yourself. Don't force yourself. It is okay to be human and not get along with everybody. It's okay. And and you can be kind, you can be courteous, but you don't have to be everybody's best friend. You don't have to keep anyone close to you that you don't want to. It's that you're in control of who's in your circle. You're in control of who's placed where in your life and getting to taking the time to pause, getting to know someone on an honest level where you're really going, you know, I'm not judging you. I'm just evaluating where you belong in my life. And it could be whether or not they belong in your life. And it's not a judgment thing. It's not at all. It's about accepting people for who they are and where they are and then placing them in your life where you're comfortable with it. It's very, it's not, it's not that complicated once you finally get it. Like I did not get this. I thought, Oh my gosh, if, you know, if I don't like this person, people are going to say that I'm, you know, hard to handle again or that I'm just not nice or that I'm too judgmental. And let's face it. Let's face it. If you are unsafe, I don't want you around me. I don't want you close enough for your unsafeness to affect my peace and my safety. That's it. It's not about you. It is all about me. And that's where it comes into being honest with yourself. Because then you don't have to judge the other person. You don't have to look at the other person as if they are truly a threat. Because you're in control of where they are in your life. You're in control of how their negativity their bad decisions, their unsafe behavior, their everything, their their mental state, you're in control of how that can affect your life because you have been honest with yourself about where these types of behaviors can and cannot live within your space. 
You're in control of that now. And it starts with being honest with yourself. Oh, this is just something that I work on daily and I catch myself time and time again slipping back into behavior and you know I'm not going to say my exact age because yeah I'm not that old but um mid-30s and I'm still going regressing but it's because I'm in my mid-30s and I'm just working on this now so I have 30 some years of doing this habit and this pattern this is what I was raised in in my most influential years this is the dysfunction I was raised in. And that is why it is so incredibly important, incredibly important to understand the effects that you have on your children as a parent. I do not blame my parents for anything. I am acknowledging, understanding where their behaviors negatively affected me and I am making a change for my son. That's what it's all about. The things that I experienced, I do not ever want him to experience. The negative things. And there's some good things that I'm sad that he'll never experience. Because the world is so different. Like, you know, they talk about like, well, we used to ride our bikes out in the street until it was dark. And when the street lights came on, that's when you went inside. Well, you can't do that anymore. Your children will never experience that because it's a dangerous world. You know, we used to cruise the ditch banks. That was our thing. We used to just cruise the ditch banks. And it was, it's always been something for me that is so relaxing. And honestly, where we live now, and and this is the area I grew up in, but where we live, you cannot cruise the ditch banks. It's filled with people experiencing homelessness it's um, it's a dangerous area because there's been so much crime as a result of the homelessness. And so he doesn't get to experience that. You know, we used to do really dumb stuff like swimming in the ditch banks, which I would never, ever, ever let him do. But those are things and freedoms that he'll never get to experience. And so I'm a little bit sad about those, but he's safer. So that's all that matters. But um, going back to what I was saying is that I I don't want him to experience the negative things that I did. And so I'm going to make the changes I need to make within myself because I don't want to repeat these patterns. And I don't want to repeat the generational cycles, the generational behaviors. They're so nasty. Some of the generational behaviors that I see, not, not just in my own family, like, you can look at these things and look at <laughs> look at people and then look at their parents and they're doing the same thing and you're like really you can't you can't see the the common denominator there like you can't see that that behavior is the common denominator in the dysfunction and again it's not about judging it's about knowing exactly where to place people in your life because it's also about where they are in their healing where they are in owning up to, to what they've experienced and what they want to do, what they want for their lives. And, and then, you know, like, you know, that's just not really something I want to be exposed to, or I want my son to be exposed to. Son is not going to do it. Like you're going to stay 
over there. I'm going to love you from a distance because I don't want that to affect my peace in any way. So that's where we're at. (laughs) Well, I am getting ready to step into church. So I hope that you all have a beautiful, wonderful, amazing day. And remember that you are beautiful, perfect, wonderful, and amazing just the way you are. And don't let anybody tell you any different, including yourself.